Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we'll be discussing planes, trains, and automobiles from John Hughes, circa 1987. On today's panel, we have Teresa. Yeah. Ray. What up? Billy. Hello. Chris. Wow. <laughs> and Cece. Hello. I am Lindsay, and I'll be your host. And... A little background on this movie choice it was not my original choice for today. However, Chris said, hmm, too bad we can't do a Thanksgiving episode since there are no Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> and I was I horrified actually, to know that he did not had never I, seen this. I have never seen this. So. Wow, Chris. Really? I know. <clears throat> had you? No. Yes. Okay, then never mind. <clears throat> it's a classic. I had not seen it. Chris, any. it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> are you just repeating what she's saying? That puts a lot of pressure on me. It puts a lot of pressure that you say that to me. <laughs> nope, it's not word for word. He's just a hype man. There we go. I need a hype man in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Something to be thankful for. There okay. you go. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> so, oh, despite the fact that I, that I uh, mentioned it before we started... I'm assuming nobody actually came up with anything that they're thankful for on this Thanksgiving episode. I'm thankful for you guys. Aww. Roast beef. For this goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for you guys. <laughs> I love you, except for Ray. And uh, thank you for joining me on this uh, journey of making podcast. Yay. Aww. Yay. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, it already began. Okay. I can't uh, be the only one that's thankful for something, really. Oh, oh I supposed to? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. You're being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> no, she asked. What are you guys thankful for? Oh. He was being sincere. Damn. Oh. I'm thankful for. Fucking Billy. <laughs> I'm thankful for my mom and my uncle, and the rest of my family are pretty cool, too. <laughs> I tried calling my grandpa, but he didn't pick up the phone, so I don't know what's going on with that. Um, this podcast is pretty cool. Works okay sometimes. <laughs> and uh, every now and then I meet a person that isn't a complete piece of shit, but they are still they're a piece of shit. So I'm, I'm thankful for all of that. There you go. So are we or are we not pieces of shit? He hasn't decided yet. Uh, never mind me. It depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, not not really, not entirely. Some, I, I guess it really depends on the situation. <laughs> At this current moment. No. <laughs> That's Except a win. Ray. Move on, Ray. <laughs> yes, Ray. Ray, Next. what are you thankful for? Nothing. There's nothing to be thankful for. No, I'm just kidding. What are you talking about? I cuddled Don't up with you, with you earlier. Oh, Jeez. I cuddled up with you earlier. I mean, you did. That was nice. Thank you. I'm thankful for that. Because I, I was cold. <laughs> now what? I'm thankful for my family, for my job, even though I dislike it. Anyways, and um, <laughs> thankful for sharing these moments with you guys doing the podcast. It's pretty cool. Marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, 
fun fact about marshmallows, they actually help you with a sore throat. They do. Yeah, yeah I thought a that was a load of crap. They have a little so what? does fresh pineapple. Sore throats. Interesting. I thought it was a load of crap until we tried it, and it worked excellently. Fresh pineapple helps with cough. It's the bromelain. What the fuck? Why is everybody telling me this? Um, so you're thankful for pineapple? <laughs> I said marshmallows. Oh, marshmallows. <laughs> so what are you thankful for that isn't food related? <laughs> so me. Um, you like a dick? <laughs> yes, those are a thing. Thankful for Ray. <laughs> <laughs> There's like little tiny candy penises. <laughs> little bags of dicks. <laughs> I was just trying to be silly, and it's gone way, way further than I thought it would. <laughs> That's usually how that goes. Yes. I, I, I'm thankful for you guys, because if we weren't you guys, I wouldn't have any friends in this place we all live. You can, you can <laughs> say Jacksonville, Florida. I, I chose to come to Jacksonville, and you guys are like my friends here. Um, other, you know, I have people I work with and stuff, but you guys are my... My my chosen tribal weirdos. Sweet. Aw. Maybe Aww. just because you're the only ones that can put up with me for any length of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. <laughs> right? Sometimes there's just friends of consequence. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the A-team. Oh, we don't put up with you. That's not the right word for it. <laughs> that's sad and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like, I don't like mashed potatoes, but I'll put up with it. <laughs> I don't like mashed potatoes, but they're supposed to go with the Thanksgiving dinner, so I sure put some on my plate. <laughs> I'll just push them around and make it look like I ate them. See, you're not the, you're not the mashed potatoes. We, we like having you here. You're the gravy eagle on everything. That's right. It's all gravy, baby. It's all great. <laughs> I am thankful for my husband. Aww. And for my children. Oh, yes, I have one of those. Two. I'm very surprised. <laughs> very surprised. <laughs> oh, my God. I got one of those. Damn. See, now I feel bad because I didn't mention my children. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Or, or my, my kids wife. going to listen to this. And I, love, like, I love my mom? wife and my children. <laughs> Josh, I'm very thankful for you. I'm very proud of you. You're awesome. And Go Marines. Go Joshua. Hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> The baby Joshua, we're thankful for you too. Right. And then, of course, my family. I don't think we'll be able to do as much as we do with the podcast if it wasn't for them sometimes. This is true. So this is very true. What about you? Yeah, um, you're not escaping this. I'm yeah, scared. what are you thankful for? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Damn, so close. Um, She's like, but I'm the one hosting today. Right? No, it's all right. Um, obviously, you know, family and friends. And, you know, you guys. Who, uh, obviously, we all support each other's weird shit, and the fact that we're all sitting in a room recording our yeah. weird shit is just endlessly fun and entertaining for me. So, here, here. Cheers. Cheers to weird shit. To weird shit. Exactly. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Bye-bye. Ooh, Actually, it's like, it doesn't really matter to me if you have a happy Thanksgiving or not. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just, 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 just throw yourself a turkey and then fill someone like their turkey and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Too weird oh. shit and no like, mercy. Stuff it. Yeah. And when you get in the table, just... <laughs> <laughs> Ray just wants to motorboat the turkey. He does. <laughs> so just put his like... face right between <laughs> the legs and blah, blah, blah. That's right. 
And that's why Ray doesn't get invited anywhere for Thanksgiving. Yay, we earned their explicit tag. (laughs) Didn't take long. (laughs) Nine minutes. (laughs) All right, so talking about the movie now. now Did we say something explicit? Put your face between a turkey and go... (laughs) Pretty sure that counts. That's more like PG. And if not, we're going to be cursing a half a storm throughout the rest of this. We're already cursing, I think. Because there is is part of the movie that's just curse word laden that earned it its R rating since nothing. It was so wonderful. I, loved it. <laughs> I know. I that's one of my favorite parts but of the movie. But it sucked because our child was walking by the living room at the time going, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, he, he chose that exact moment to start paying attention to So Cece's like, crap, earmuffs. <laughs> I'm like, start going la 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 la. la! Like, no. Lower. <laughs> lower so I can actually hear I was it. like, I need to hear it. And he'd go, ah! Like, no. Lower. <laughs> So yeah. apparently, um, <laughs> the scene in question when Steve Martin finally loses his shit on the um, on the uh, car rental lady, Mrs. Poole. Oh, that was hilarious! And um, I don't know the reference. That's why I looked at you like that. So apparently, he says "fuck" nineteen times in less than a minute, which to me is endlessly entertaining. Yes. <laughs> it reminded me, actually, of the, um... Have you ever seen the video on YouTube where they explain how fuck can be every... Mm-hmm. Like, an adjective, a noun, mm-hmm. an adverb. Oh, it like, is wonderful. It's hilarious. And if if the listeners haven't ever looked it up, they definitely should. But it basically explains how the word fuck can be used for literally any situation. Um, which was part of why I liked this particular scene. Um, but the basic premise of the movie, uh, in case you somehow didn't watch it before listening to the podcast, um, is Steve Martin and John Candy are trying to get home for Thanksgiving, and everything that could go wrong does, and Hysterically it and amazingly horribly wrong. I mean, it was just, I was like, there's no way in the world, I'm watching this movie going, no way in the world that this could possibly and it has well what's interesting is um, John Hughes actually had the idea for the movie on a trip that diverted him to Wichita and it took him like five days to get home from New York to Chicago holy cow Um, everybody knows who John Hughes is right yes a man I was just gonna say the same Are are you guys being serious I'm Okay, I just want to make sure before I like launch into something I don't need to launch into. I don't. <laughs> Take okay. off, Lindsay. Take off. <clears throat> so, National Lampoon, Mr. Mom, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Pretty in Pink, Ferris uh, Bueller. He's the he watched them all. Uncle Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. No shit, I Ferris Bueller. Uncle Buck, Home Alone, uh, Beethoven. Oh shit. Dennis the Menace. Um, Why so, haven't they remade Dennis the Menace? Right? That's a different deal, but... Uh, and I, I'm, I am curious that he recognized Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> the dog movie out of all those dun, other dun, movies dun, listed. But it's actually <laughs> Ferris Bueller because I love that one too. Oh, okay. And yeah. 16 Candles. <laughs> but he, he wrote and directed just about everything that you saw come out of the 80s. Gotcha. Anything that... Anything so he was a man back in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he did this one as well. And it was one of his, his few that didn't involve like kids or teenagers or anything like that. <clears throat> Um, and what's interesting about um, John Hughes' scripts in general, but specifically this one, is that um, 
this script was apparently like almost twice as long as most comedy scripts, and Steve Martin was a little put off by it. But he ended up doing the the movie specifically based on like two scenes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and they were no, I don't remember what they were. Sorry, guys. It was the first one, and then it was the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah those, those two scenes. Yep, those, those two scenes two? were amazing. Yeah, it was the two scenes in the movie. Um, <clears throat> All right, you know no, what? No, no, I'm gonna guess before you pull it up. Okay. Before I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I make it. a guess just because I feel that that there's there are moments in the movie that make me think that those may be the ones to want to make them pick it. I would assume the curse word scene. Yep, that's because you got to say fuck. What is it? Nineteen, 19 times? times in a minute. In a minute, and then the other one I would assume is where he finds out spoilers <laughs> that the guy's wife has been dead. No. Damn. One out of two ain't bad. Was it the foot race with Kevin Bacon? It was not. Damn it. That was fun, though. That yeah, was fun. Really right, he just looked so guy? happy. While, you, know, you don't see actors like that in movies anymore. He looked no. genuinely happy to be in pretty much almost every scene he was in. But it was yeah. that scene in particular is amazing. Anybody else want to guess? Um, when he... When the car caught on fire and he completely lost it on John Candy? Uh, no. It was the seat adjustment scene in the car. Okay. Where John Candy just can't get his, get his shit together <laughs> and I'll just sit still <laughs> and just pick a spot. Um, and that whole, the whole car scene in general, especially uh, when they, right before they spin out and they go through the two trucks, mm-hmm. to me, that was just fucking brilliant. Where all of a sudden they're so scared they've turned to skeletons. They're already dead. <laughs> yeah. Like he sees John Candy as Satan. Just that whole that whole uh, montage was very entertaining for me. You're going the wrong way, drunk driver. <laughs> <laughs> so there were probably at least three or four points in this movie because I'd never seen it. I'm not particularly the biggest John Candy fan. Um, never really been a huge Steve Martin fan, but I really like them both in this movie. But there were points in the movie when I'm sitting there thinking, this might be what it would be like if Lindsay and I ever went on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and we'll never do road So, trip. which one? Who, who is who? She would be Steve Martin. <laughs> who is who? You have Don't to you ask. Well enough by now? I know you guys well enough to know who I think would be who, but I would like to know what she think who would be who. I thought she would be Steve Martin, especially when he lost his shit on John Candy after the car for example, on fire. In a road trip between you and me, to me, you would be Candy, and I'd be Martin. But I'm sure that to you, it'd be the other way around. Oh, what? Huh? Um, okay. Shots fired. Whatever you say, Chris. Easy. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> that makes no damn that. sense to me whatsoever. That, that's why I was at. That's never mind. Anyway, <laughs> um, I liked. I liked just the earnestness of John Candy's character. Yeah. Even when Steve Martin's like going off on him in the hotel room, and he's like, well, "I like like me, my wife likes me." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this is your problem, bro. I'm I'm good. <laughs> that hotel scene. Okay, so the hotel scene. Yes. Here's one thing that's been bugging me. <clears throat> I wrote down wrong credit card shenanigans. Yes. I could have sworn the credit cards got mixed up. They did. They did. They did. Okay. They did. Because so, he grabbed um. 
The other dude's credit Dell's card. credit card. Now, is, did I miss it, or did, was there anything to do with the credit cards? Because I feel like they got mixed, but then nothing else got done. Um, the, uh, the rental car was rented with Steve Martin's card. But he thought it was Dell's card. Because Del. mm. that's why he was like, oh, you finally did it. You finally did it to yourself. And Dell's like, actually, no. <laughs> um, I had your credit card, and then... I never switched him back. And so Steve Martin's like, oh, so, okay, so give it back to me. He's like, I can't because it's in the car on fire. Which actually was one of my favorite pieces of physical comedy where he just, it's like shaking yeah, them back, shaking and back and forth. forth. Stop, talk. Shake it back and forth. Stop, talk. <laughs> and I, I did like Steve Martin's physical, his physical humor in yeah. this one. It was just enough. It wasn't, you know, I felt it like it, it added he had his cartoony moments when they needed to be, but... Yes. Yeah. But the movie made me cry twice. Did it? It did. When? Um, wait, wait. I'm going to take bets first. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. No. <laughs> Anybody else got any guesses? When the, oh, when the wife... Whenever he was initially talking about <laughs> him not uh, going home for a few years. No. No. Mm. The coming home scene? That's the That, to me, was the obvious. That, yeah. Yeah, that made me cry. The other one <clears> that really got me... Was the hotel room scene where where Steve Martin's laying into John Candy? Yes, and John Candy's just like, "Well, I like me, yeah. and I'm getting all teared up now." <laughs> <laughs> Why though? I think partially because I've been on the receiving end of that before. Shit. <laughs> this is amazing. Go ahead. It, it, <laughs> it's just like Thanksgiving dinner. Right? I know. <laughs> A little laughter, some tears. <laughs> we had some turkey earlier. Somebody needs to come out of the closet. I'm scared. Her. It's not Thanksgiving unless somebody comes out. No, I've just been on the receiving end of that. And it was pretty cool. Damn it. <laughs> to, hear him, to hear him basically say, well, well we love this you. is it. This is yeah. who I am. Well, but, you know, there's other people in this world who likes who I am. Yeah, and that's the part Just I liked about yourself. it is... So, fuck you, who do you think you are? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That part. Yep. It was a very powerful yeah. scene, because mm-hmm. I know that I was watching... You that okay? was one of the scenes... We love you. <laughs> that oh, was listen, one of the at least we've lost her to laughter now. I know. <laughs> she pushed her mic away, so you probably can't hear her, but she is laughing. <laughs> and there goes Ray trying to sneak it in her mouth. The mic. <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> Wow. The microphone, people. Dirty bastards. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, this is not a family-friendly Thanksgiving. Show. I'm sorry, but this sounds like regular Thanksgiving, right? Me. Yeah, sounds like a better Thanksgiving than regular Thanksgiving. Somebody needs to get drunk. I, I do it. Oh, real do it. But yeah, no. I'm a, when we were watching it, that was one of the scenes I actually stopped and I it captured me. Because the emotion behind for both of them, it was, I think I felt like it was a little. It was a very powerful scene. Yeah, absolutely. And they actually did a lot of a lot of scenes like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for me a lot of my love of this movie is the same thing that we had discussed with uh, Dirty Rotten Scandals. Sometimes the comedy is just subtle. Like, it's not in your face, it's not over the top, it's not 
dirty. It's just, it's John Candy trying to rent a hotel room with $2 and a Casio, you know, <laughs> with, and some charm. Like, that's, to me, that's my favorite kind of humor sometimes. I mean, and to have a whole movie of it is, to me, one of my favorite things about it. No, it was good. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, the whole wife ordeal was a little predictable. However, I hated the fucking wife. I did too. Yeah. I was very. She just seemed so. What cold. is really going on? Like, she oh, was, yeah. she was suspicious. Like, he, he. There's no way in the world that weather could stop this man from seeing her. I mean, now I mean, if pick up the goddamn. I mean, well. Then I don't know if they had internet. Back no, then, they didn't. But, it was no. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure that they could listen to the news and find well, out that there's wasn't... blizzards that have closed every place. It... Call the airport. That, that to me, the whole getting home to the family thing, you know, that's all well and good. But I had trouble with how dramatic it was being portrayed as. Yes. Like, you know... If you don't make it, was being portrayed like if he doesn't make it home in time, like his family's gonna like move away without him or some shit. His children are gonna be scarred for life. Yeah, I mean, it's like one Thanksgiving. I did, I was, miss a Thanksgiving. I was annoyed by that big of a deal at the end of the movie when he gets home and his whole, you know, his whole family is there. And then here she comes at the top of the steps and she's just bathed in this overly dramatic, like she's the Virgin Mary or something. Um. And she's got this look on her face like. I don't know if she's constipated or what the look is. She's the forgiven 80s wife. It reminded me of that scene, one of the scenes from Lord of the Rings, where you see Arwen, when Arwen is on the bridge with Aragorn, and she's got that soft focus and that kind of, huh, just quality. What was that one more time? (laughs) I'm clipping that too. I didn't, I didn't like that part because I was just like, really? I just like, didn't she's, care. She's making such a big deal that he can't control the weather. Get over yourself, woman. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... And, okay, so if she's suspicious for a reason, they just gave us no context for it, yeah. which I think is my pro- one of my problems with it. Yeah, but what could her reasoning be? I mean... I don't know. I don't know, but she she's she started cheating or something? A, a lot of time laying awake in her bed. <sighs> Tossing yeah. and turning and... <sighs> I mean, I understand that without without the, that as the foil, there's no point to the movie. But you know, it was a little over dramatic for me. I mean, honestly, why I would there like, be no point to the movie? Yeah. Well, if I she's mean, not upset and she doesn't care if he comes home, then who? We don't care if he comes home. Like maybe it's just that he cares about getting home. Yeah, that's what I'm one saying. Of, one of those, but you know, the, the powerful businessman realizes that the true value is in family. This isn't. It would have been a completely different movie, <laughs> but I'm I'm of the mind that they could have shown the wife in the very beginning going, "Well, we're waiting for you," and that's it. I can't yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm show convinced. her once, and that is it. Yeah. I would have been happier with that being it. The dead wife was more relevant to the story than the live wife. Really yeah. was. And I liked her better. Me too. <laughs> she was silent. She was oh supportive. Oh, oh, he oh God, uh, you guys took it way no, worse. But how do you expect the dead wife in the kitchen and make you a sandwich? She can't because she's dead. Can I not say anything with everybody taking it the wrong way? Nope. Not at this point in time. I mean, your wife's in the room, man. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? Whatever and I don't want her to be silent. silent wife. <laughs> He's like, what would that be like? 
peaceful is what is what the <laughs> <laughs> right? Ironically, we've been coming home with no TV on or anything like that. And kids are quietly playing in the in the corner and everything. And he's like, this is kind of nice. It's nice and quiet. And then, and then three seconds later. <laughs> no, my point is, is that she she was being silent in terms of like not bitching about him getting home when he's doing everything he can. And that she was supportive because she made um, she made him who he was, you know? He keeps remembering her, and yeah. he's proud of who he is, and he admits that, you know, he was the dope and all that stuff yeah. in the movie. So, yeah, I liked her better. A dead wife is not a nagging wife. God damn it, not because of that. <laughs> I'm going to start getting feminist groups writing to me, hating on me. <laughs> and then you guys are going to laugh, and I'm going to sit here... And feel like a jerk. Chris is not a misogynistic jerkwad. We're just Thank giving you. him a hard time. He's one of the most feminine men I know. Not in a bad oh, way. Oh, God. There's absolutely no way I'm coming out of this closet. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Apparently, I'm the one who came out of the closet. Right? There yeah. we go. Well, you called it. <laughs> Something you need to tell us? I meant you're one of the... the mo- Please stop. <laughs> you're an emotionally aware man, okay? That's please, what I meant. Please just stop. I love you. That's all you, that, all you need to know is that I love you all. He's emotionally in tune with his feminine side. And that's not a bad stop thing. Stop digging holes for me. I'm sure I can do that on my own. He does good on himself. Right? He's already halfway to China. <laughs> we should see that movie. We're just jumping up and down on your head. Yeah. And now I know what the Goomta feels like. <laughs> so one of my one of my favorite scenes, I mean really most of the movie is a favorite scene for me. But um when John Candy is selling shower curtain rings as earrings. In the oh, my God. God. Yes, I know. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. <clears throat> the creepier part was when he was like, yeah, those earrings almost make you look 18. I'm like, yeah. hold on a second there, buddy. Back up. It's creepy there. You don't, don't say that. Okay. What about least favorite part? Because um, I actually made a note about one thing I hated. Okay. What is it? I hated the title sequence. The title sequence? Yeah, like when they show you the title. And it oh, spun I think it went too fast, but yeah. I liked the idea behind it. Yeah, I thought that was dumb. I did not like it. I, well, I mean, you know it what? made a no, it made it on my. If notes, you didn't like it, so then why did you watch it? I didn't like did the title sequence. Talk about it. I like oh, yeah, the movie. Shit, that's right. Overall, I love the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. What did you love about it? I loved everything about it from beginning to end. Oh. Although he was wow. wondering the whole entire time, what's in that suitcase? What's in that suitcase? In the his whole wife no. is in the trunk. His wife. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> so here's the thing. I actually thought it was his wife in the trunk, but not the whole body. I thought it was like her ashes or something was, that he was carrying um, around. From what I've read, it's, it was just his pillow and the picture. See, uh, my yeah. take on it was it was he, he said what? he doesn't have a home. He's homeless. He had to have something to put his stuff in. That's what Cece's was. It's like, oh, yeah. it's all of his belongings. Yeah. Like his actual like, that's belongings. his life in that suit, in that um, suitcase. I was like, aw, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn on the waterworks. I sat on my couch bawling like an idiot last night. <laughs> <laughs> but I do miss movies like this of terrible road trips. 
Oh. Like Vacation, for example. Or Adventures in Babysitting. That oh, I love that movie. Those I movies. Don't think you know, it's a TV show now, That's right? It's a good one. Yes, and it sucks. It sucks. Okay, never mind. Just leave the 80s hmm. stuff alone. Okay. <laughs> don't remake it, redo yeah, it. Right? Well, you know what the problem is? Huh? Disney's doing it. McGruber. <laughs> <laughs> they are remaking MacGruber. You know they are. Yeah. But they made an even better movie from it called MacGruber. Yeah. MacGruber was pretty fantastic. It was really good. The celery st- scenes, fantastic. Those are my favorite. Hey, hey, this costumes. is not the movie. This is not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's sidetrack. Sorry. Um, another interesting random fact. So at the end, when Steve Martin's on the train. And they're doing the montage of him remembering all the things that John Candy said and, you know, the adventure that they had. Apparently that wasn't scripted. They just left left the camera on Steve Martin. And he was just kind of in his own head. And that's what he looks like when he's in his own head. And supposedly he was thinking about, like, the lines that he had coming up later in the day or something. So he was just randomly smiling and stuff? Yeah, he's, he was just sitting there randomly thinking and smirking and smiling and just being Steve Martin on his own. Huh. That's actually yeah, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty neat as well. Um, and also, uh, they ended up having to travel all over to try and find snow because there wasn't. All, it was like uncharacteristically warm when they were filming everything. So they either had to truck it in or like go to different <laughs> places where they heard there was snow. And so they'd go and then there would be no snow so they'd have to go so somewhere else kind of like the revenant i was about to say that just takes all the wind out of leo's sails let's <laughs> see climate change yeah. from all the way back then <clears throat> don't everybody talk at once i know i totally lost <laughs> well, the thought there yeah <laughs> well uh, is there any scenes in there that you guys like were particularly like i guess could like Man. Um, Don't forget the like. I been totally like, totally like. Totally. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. No. Um. Never movies mind. that you would have changed. On. Movies that. No scenes that you would have changed. Scenes that you. That liked. you relate to. I'm just uh, curious. I'm not oh. going there again. She's gone her. So we, we know her part. <laughs> is there a different one that I can relate to? Um, the shower scene where he covers his face with soap, oh. and then the shower comes off. <laughs> yes. like, what the? No. <laughs> that happened to me because my I used to take a long time in the shower, and my dad used to yell at me for it. Mm-hmm. So he would grab and randomly shut off the water. Oh, yeah. So every now and then I would end up with shampoo and my like, soap all over my body. Because they shut off the well, water. What am I supposed to do now? I had, figure it out. I, I know. It is kind of like that. Not totally, but I lived in a place where this hot water lasted for like seven minutes. So it was like turbo wash. And just like, or the water would go freezing cold. I'd be like, oh, miserable shrinkage, whatever. And it, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never had problems with that, but my sister and I used to up. Shrinkage? I hope no. not. No, no, no. Definitely not. Wait, wait. Shrinkage? No, um, my you need s- to say something? I know, right? No. Uh, <laughs> one person out of the closet at a time, Chris. <laughs> this episode oh, wow. is yours. Yeah, there's always next year. Right? <laughs> um, no, but my sister and I used to um, purposely flush the toilet on each other while we were in the shower <laughs> so that the temperature would change. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Does or, that actually um, work? Yes. Yes. It, I think it depends <laughs> on the house. But, but, yeah, it, it worked in our house. Um, and the other thing is, um, you know, we had these... Um, we had hurricane shutters 
on the outside of the window, so they would be down completely, making it pitch black in the bathroom. Welcome to Florida. Oh, so <laughs> you're sitting there showering, and you've got the light on, and someone comes in, and all of a sudden you're in pitch black darkness trying to shower, and you can't see shit. Yes, I've, I've actually done that. Yeah. My favorite time of the year was uh, shutters, shutter season, yeah, because it was so dark in, in the house. Yep. Because my father, even though we live in Florida, would always keep the AC at like 77, which is hot as hell. Uh-huh. So when the shutters were up, no sun could get in. The house was much, much cooler. It was wonderful. Tell you what, man. Those hurricane shutters came in real handy when I was working overnights. <laughs> what? Because you put them down. It's pitch black in the room. You can actually sleep like it's no, nighttime. True, true. Oh, yeah. My brother straight. and I would skip just straight past the flush in the toilet and just dump pitchers of ice water on each other. Mm-hmm. That was way too much effort. Yeah. Oh, but it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've, I've, so I've much fun. I've done the little towel a few times. Rat-tailing? <laughs> huh? Rat-tailing? Where you snap no, a towel no, on someone? No, she's no, no. having to dry towel. off with the little towel. I've had to do that, too. That's oh, yeah. That's left oh. is the yeah. washcloth. Yeah. I had to do that. I'm like, ah, this is... You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to put out my clothes. <laughs> my clothes are going to dry before, So here's something man. that I, I will admit that I'm not necessarily too proud of or too happy that it happened. That whole oh. underwear scene where he dries his face. <laughs> that's happened to me. It's happened to me as well. How? Because I had my towel somewhere. Somebody went into the bathroom while I was in the shower. Moved something around. Next thing I know, underwear. Yep. He grabbed somebody's underwear, taking it a towel, and started rubbing. You just, you just grabbed, grabbed something, and you're not and expecting someone's drawers to be right there because your towel is there. Look oh, I always look before because I, I just got out of the shower and I, I had water in my face. Because it's cold outside the shower. Because I like to be in my little cocoon of warmth as long as possible. I'm glad somebody understands this, and I'm not just a weird. Be like, ah, it's cold. Y'all are nuts, man. You look right? before you grab. You yeah, always right. look before you grab. <laughs> well, I was yeah, I no learned, matter what the situation is. I learned scenario, that lesson. You always look before you grab. Learn that, kids. Always look before you grab. I always look behind you, the shower. You guys go to prom, always look before you grab. It's like I've seen, I've seen the movie Psycho enough to know not to, you know. Just reach out and. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm okay with reaching out of the shower. It's, it's what's in the shower when I'm not in there. So oh. I have to keep my shower curtain closed because I don't like looking at an empty tub. But when I go in there to go to the bathroom or brush my hair or whatever I'm going in there for, I just have to whip back the shower curtain. It doesn't make. Why don't you like looking at an empty tub? <laughs> just wondering. Because I it looks I like my shower curtain to be open, and plus, if you open the shower curtain, it doesn't have as much a chance to get moldy because it dries out. It's spread out instead of all wadded up at one end of the shower. Okay. And you know, welcome things can, to things the shower hide. curtain podcast. <laughs> things can we'll hide. Re-review in shower. how you should keep a shower curtain. Now While Billy questions why you chose to do it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> On today's panel, we have Teresa. <laughs> and Billy. So, Billy, how do you keep your shower curtain? Out back. Closed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Wait, why do you ask me? <sighs> this movie. So, I don't know. Did anybody make it... To the end of the credits? No. Everybody no. shut it off? There was something at the end of the credits? Apparently so. I didn't make it either, but what I read online while doing my research was that the at the end back? of the credits... <laughs> zombie <laughs> wife. <laughs> uh, Steve uh. Martin's boss is still sitting at his desk trying to figure out which, <laughs> oh which advertising he likes best. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking <laughs> terrible. 
So this movie takes place over the course of what, three days? Uh, <clears throat> theoretically only two, right? Because they only spent two nights, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, three days. Starts one day, sleep overnight. Next day, sleep overnight. Yeah, and then they get there on, on Thanksgiving itself. On the fifth day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was kind of obvious to me, or I, I got the impression that John Candy kind of lived his life as somewhat of a con man. You know, because of the way that he behaved with the taxi and everything was so shady with him. And, and at one point, I wondered, after I watched the movie and I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep, I'm like, was his wife even real? Or was that just another part of his con? Oh, so you went in an entirely different I did. Holy shit. Oh, wow, I didn't think about that. Because he was so shady about everything else. He flat out took the taxi. He upped the ante on the, on the amount Steve was wanting to pay for the taxi. And then once he forked over the $75, well, he's already, Dell's already in the taxi and gone. That was somebody else. Yeah, that no, was he, I thought John Candy banged on the trunk. Banged on he the did, trunk but, to get the trunk open and then stole the taxi. But you never actually taxis. saw that it was John Candy. No, I just so, assumed that it was because he was in the cab. So I assumed that that, that he, that was his whole shell yeah, game he was, for stealing the taxi. But he was... Steve Martin was paying that random attorney guy, not John Candy. Right, but didn't there, wasn't there a disembodied voice that came up from the back of, from behind Steve Martin that you never saw? It was just this voice that came up when he said he would pay him 20 or something, and then this voice comes up and says 50. I didn't hear 50. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't hear that. Now I'm curious. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, so I got the impression... I was like, if you pay 50, then somebody you would pay surely 75. You'll pay 75. <laughs> but I, I thought the attorney said 50. Yeah. Uh, no, I got too. that it was somebody from behind. I'm not sure. Okay, and everybody, then after, stop then after right now. Ended Let's up go watch the, it again, and we'll come back and record. No. But then after <laughs> Dell ended up in the taxi, you know, because he was the one that banged on the back. Yeah. And then I just assumed that he was the one. So he forced Steve Martin into paying more money, gets in the taxi, and all this other stuff that he's done that was so... But what shit. would be the... Okay, so he steals the taxi, but what would be the point of making Steve Martin shell out more money to a complete stranger? Just part of being that kind of person. Hmm. I mean, maybe not that he was that kind of person at his core. like Because clearly during this movie, Steve Martin has this, this turn, this change of heart where he realizes right. what's important. Maybe Dell does too. And he had just been all about the con at the beginning. You know, maybe he was homeless, but maybe that's how he got where he needed to be and made money was from stealing from people. So was his wife even really an actual real wife? I thought so, because because he had the scene where he was, like, taking the picture out and looking at it lovingly and putting it on the table yeah, I forgot about that. by himself, where Steve Martin's not anywhere near him. Well, maybe she's a real wife, but she's not dead. Huh? Yeah, well. Well, there was a scene where he was by himself, too, where he's, like, talking to her. Where oh, I, in the car? I, yeah. Yeah. Where he sounds very, very sincere in terms of yeah. where he's admitting that, it, you know, where he's wrong, his faults and things, and now he can be, you know, annoying or whatever. So I I felt that the wife was real. Yeah, at that point, I kind of thought maybe she was, they were just divorced or, you know, he hadn't accepted the fact that she'd left him or something. But it was afterwards, like hours afterwards. One o'clock in the morning, random thought. What if he, you know, the wife wasn't even real? Hmm. Hmm. See, with me, I, I, I figured out the wife was dead from almost the very beginning. Yep. But I, I just genuinely thought she was in the suitcase. Yeah. 
<laughs> in the trunk. That's, that would have been uh, fantastic. That was where his thought was. He's like, right, I bet an, she's in that suitcase. That's an entirely other d- kind of dark comedy. Not like really, because I didn't think it was her body chopped up into pieces. <laughs> yes, he I thought it was an urn, you know, carrying her ashes. Maybe, I basically maybe thought that... His psycho wife. The way that I took it was his wife wanted to go on a trip. He took it, the you know, the, the urn with him and was going on that trip for her. Hmm. That's what, that's the way I was originally looking at it. I was wrong as hell. But... <laughs> that would have been good, though. That would have been cute. Would it have, though? No. I don't Not... think it would have added or subtracted anything from no, this. No. no. Nope. Nope. Maybe an additional awe. That's it. So, going back to your question of is there something that I related to? I related to not so much the car rental scene where he's going off on the lady. I mean, there have been times that I've wanted to go off on people like that, but, you know, obviously you don't. Um, It was more the uh, being dropped off in the middle of that uh, rental car parking lot and it not being there and then just losing my shit. I've I've done that before. Not that specific thing, but, like, (laughs) everything else has gone wrong. This, are you freaking kidding me? This, too? Like, and then... Realizing no matter what I do in this moment, it doesn't matter because I still have to walk three fucking miles to get back to where I need to be. Like, that's been very, very unpleasant before. So, so I definitely night, related to that. Last night I had a dream. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Please stay away from me. And the dreams. only thing that I can remember about this dream, and I just remembered it, like this morning when it's I woke up, I was like, I can't forget. No, it's not. I can't forget to tell Lindsay. I can't forget to tell Lindsay. I had a dream last night that you and I were on this road trip and you were incredibly pissed off at me. To, and then something happened and people stole my kidneys. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I started crying and then you felt incredibly bad because people stole my kidneys. And you were mad at me. <laughs> Semi-related. Podcast is invading my, my dream space. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it kind of goes back to the point where you'd be John Candy as you'd be Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I, I really did think this, this would happen if me and Lindsay run a road trip. <laughs> Especially the scene with the car seat. I could, like, you would look over at me and be like, uh, could you not? Yeah, I would. <laughs> could you just fucking hold still? Like, just for a minute. <laughs> okay, now that you've conquered a minute, let's go for two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you really need to push the buggy? Because you can push the buggy. Like, that's a real thing that happened. I don't like just walking around a store without the protection of a buggy. Yes, we went uh, shopping last weekend, and I went to grab a cart, and she went to go grab her own cart. It's like, do you just want to push this one? No, 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 I'm good. I'm like, I mean, I don't actually give a shit if I push the cart or not. So Would you like, like to push the cart? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> we only um... need one cart. We're not getting that much stuff. <laughs> the cart was full. Yes, it was. Because <clears throat> I have a problem. <laughs> but it's a grand problem. I'm going back <clears throat> tomorrow if you want to go, by the way. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's in my best interest if we don't. <laughs> yeah, it's in everybody's best Yeah, it's in everybody's best interest if I don't spend any more money on a, in a crap store. I want the chairs. I know you do. We're going <laughs> off the rails. Yes, we are. All right. Woohoo! 
<laughs> but this All movie is train. called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's yeah, but true. it's not called the rail train. So, but it blew not up on the tracks. So, interestingly enough, they uh, <laughs> the name of the uh, railway in um, the movie is Contract, nah. <laughs> which is a you know a mashup of um, is it Contrail <clears throat> and Amtrak, and none of the. None of the airlines or rental car places or train anything. Uh, nobody wanted to be featured in the movie since everything's going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to make up all their own stuff and like build their own stuff and um, you know buy their own little train and rent their own little space of train track. That's so that they could cool. actually film what they needed to film without being in anybody's way. That's that, hilarious. I'm not surprised though. I mean. I still would put market. I, I would still market my company. Hell yeah. Uh, maybe not, you know, maybe be in, you know, where you see one of the signs in the background. Yeah. But not be the um, one that causes the issue. the issue. Hey, Greyhound would have been safe. Yeah. Because the bus trip was rather uneventful. True. Did, you, did anybody else catch um, Ben Stein on the. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you when catch he showed the up, it started stealing Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Did you catch the sign behind him though? Uh, no, I did not. It said um, "flight whatever number destination or er, status delayed," and on the bottom it said "destination nowhere." <laughs> <laughs> oh, little tidbits. Yep. I miss like there's. I feel like there's not many Easter eggs hidden in movies anymore. No, it's, that's what I feel that it's very rare nowadays. Yeah, that's why. This style of movie has always been my favorite because it's it's just random little silly things. It's very subtle sometimes. Um, and it's not in your face. What if I want it in my face? Well, then you need something newer, don't you? Yeah, you... you nice try. You couldn't keep it going. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, another favorite scene of mine uh, was when they wake up in the morning and uh, they're they're uh, spooning. They're canoodling and he kisses him. <laughs> no, it was the um, those aren't pillows. Oh. <laughs> what were they? <laughs> I always assumed it was his butt cheeks. But what? I don't actually know. I thought it was some assorted fat roll. It's like how it's like how are you going to mistake that for anything? I don't know. Oh, where his hand was hidden or yeah. whatever? When he said, you know, I've got my hands on these warm pillows, and Steve Martin's like, those aren't pillows, and they both, like, jump out of bed and get all grossed yeah. out. I always just assumed it was his butt. I did, too. I, I don't know what else it could be. Maybe his balls. thighs. Yeah. Balls. Those are pretty big balls. Yes. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I, then I'm confused, because I completely missed that because I thought we were talking about it possibly being John Candy's butt. I can't imagine anybody mistaking Steve Martin's butt for pillows. And I think that's where the, the, the deal is coming from. It's the fact that nobody would mistake him yeah. for having pillows. Thank you for joining us here at Control C and our movie review. Remember to join us every week for a new episode. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And remember, for this and other shows, join us on geekencast.com. Follow us on, tw- on our Twitter at geekencast. Thank you to our cast. Cece? Hello. Chris. Goodbye. Hi. Billy. Bye-bye. 
Ray. Later. And Teresa. Adios. Amigos. This has been Lindsay, and thank you very much. Bye-bye.